Good morning and welcome to SJL Daily. This is Christy Robers and today in our daily Bible reading plan, we are in the fifth through eighth chapters of Jeremiah. This book, perhaps published by Baruch, is a collection of Jeremiah's many oracles. Uh, Much of them are written poetically and some are narratives. It has four main parts. In this first part, chapters 1 through 25 contain oracles announcing the judgment against Jerusalem. Most of Jeremiah's oracles come from the years in Jerusalem after Josiah's death, during the reigns of his two sons, Jehoiakim and Jedekiah. And according to Gordon Fee, these these kings spent their ruling years as political footballs between Egypt and Babylon, always under Babylonian control, but repeatedly turning to Egypt for help to throw off the Babylonian yoke and gain a measure of independence. These policies eventually resulted in a siege by Nebuchadnezzar in 598 BC that brought Jehoiakim's brief reign of three months to an end, as he and most of the leading people of Jerusalem were sent into exile to Babylon. Afterward, Zedekiah continued these hopeless policies, which eventually led to a second siege and the total destruction of Jerusalem in 586 BC. Another later rebellion by a remnant who remained in Judah finally resulted in a flight to Egypt in which both Jeremiah and Baruch were taken along. With this in mind, We read Jeremiah chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. I set watchmen over you saying, pay attention to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not pay attention. Therefore, hear, O nations, and know, O congregation, what will happen to them. Hear, O earth, behold, I am bringing disaster upon this people, the fruit of their devices, because they have not paid attention to my words. And as for my law, they have rejected it. What use to me is frankincense that comes from Sheba, or sweet cane from the distant land? Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, nor your sacrifice is pleasing to me. Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I will lay before this people stumbling blocks against which they shall stumble. Fathers and sons together, neighbor and friend shall perish. This is the word of the Lord. I'd like to look at the last verse in this section, because when I've read it in the past superficially, I assumed God placed stumbling blocks before Israel which then affected the nation's eternal destiny. This didn't seem quite right to me, given his love and mercy for his people. Over and over, God gives his people warnings in second and third and fourth chances. So to then place stumbling blocks before them seemed out of character. But this is not at all the meaning. The obstacles indicate the Babylonians, who were God's instruments, to bring about physical destruction, not eternal. In fact, it could be said that the season of exile through the Babylonians caused a remnant which later returned, ready to give up the pagan gods and idols 
whose worship invited God's wrath. This shows God's sovereignty and mercy. He punishes his people in order to save them. They must suffer in order to finally learn who their God is and who they are to him. He loves them too much to let them continue down the path to eternal destruction. It seems strange on the outside or from a worldly perspective to see their exile as a loving act of a good father. But this is the same God who sent his only son to suffer in order that all may be reconciled to him. Our God is not distant or vengeful, vengeful in the Old Testament and loving and merciful in the New. He was always who he is a good, good father who knows what is best for his children. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you for your word today. We are so very grateful for your loving kindness throughout the ages. We, like Judah, tend to go our own way and make idols for ourselves, not a metal or stone, but our egos, our wealth, our comfort, even our children. We ask that the Holy Spirit convict us of these tendencies and guide us back on the ancient paths where the good way is so that we may walk in it. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen.